This is uh, Officer Kikowski saying that love is not admissible evidence, and shut up, Leonard. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, we're, we're, we're in the thick of season three, talking well, about episode two. Is it really the thick if it's just the second episode? Yeah. I feel like we can still run out of the woods if we want. No, it gets thick real quick, season three. Okay. Yeah. Is that is that the... the I mean, because we are talking about... Geography. geography. Oh, um, I, thought, I thought we were... No, I know. I thought I was going to trick you into it, and I did. <laughs> but, but I did. But I, I, I realized what was happening, and I shut it down. <laughs> Even though I, sh- I, I wrote it down here, uh-huh. but I knew it. I could have said it. Yeah. But I was so wary of the trick mm. that I stopped it when I could have just rolled with it. Well, we're going to talk about season, uh, season three, episode two. Geography, geography of, of Global, Global Conflict. Conflict. Written by... Andy Bobrow. Directed by... Alex Machino, Slidery.com. <laughs> nope. Is that right? But we should Is thank that him. Correct? <laughs> Let's thank him first. Thank you, Alex Machino. You you caught up our theme song and we like it. Joe Russo again. Oh, Mr. Russo. Didn't he do the first one? I think he did. Yeah, we, we were just talking about that about that guy. Yeah. I feel like I think we're always talking about Joe or Anthony. Talk, talking about, that's the new... Talking about Russo's? Well, it's called, this this season of Shut Up Leonard is called Shut Up Leonard, colon, talking about Russo's. <laughs> um, what happens in this episode? Well, a quick overview. Yeah. Um, overview. <laughs> we... <laughs> two episodes in a row. I know. Uh, wait, don't we have other things we say at the beginning, or is that it? Do we? Did we do it? <laughs> I feel like we do. Okay, I mean, not. Uh, I mean, at the end, at the end, <laughs> I we'll feel t- like we do not. <laughs> at the end, we'll tell you about Patreon and other stuff. But uh, you know, we have one if you're interested in that kind of thing. Uh, this episode uh, features a- an appearance, uh, a guest appearance uh, by Martin Starr. Careful with those peas, son. What? Your sounds weird on the mic. That's what I do. You're hitting them too hard. It's like you're blowing into the mic. <laughs> this is behind the scenes. <laughs> Shut up, Leonard. <laughs> I just every time I hit a pea, I do a, a Leonard Raspberry. Alright. Um, guest appearance. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Let's play the no P game. Let's not say oh, use any boy. words with the letter P in them for the rest of this episode. <laughs> It'll be just like that classic Good Burger sketch on all that. Uh, I, I don't even know how to proceed. No! <laughs> guest starring in this installment <laughs> of Community <laughs> is the great... Martin Starr from <laughs> Freaks and Geeks. And, and Artie Down. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was trying to think of Sewer Bad. <laughs> Wait, what? He shows up. He shows up. He, he is there. He is in Sewer Bad as a Coke user. You couldn't say dealer? He doesn't deal it. Oh, okay. He uses it. <laughs> okay. He enjoys it. He snorts it. He sings the Guess Who with Michael Sarah. These eyes, 
These eyes have seen a lot of things, but they've never seen another thing like you before. <laughs> I'm just going to let you go. None of the letters I don't know. were in that sentence that we're not allowed to say. I'm going to try to do this for the rest of the episode. I want to try and as I, I, For well. this sentence where I just said episode, that doesn't count, but I'm going to try for the rest <laughs> of Starting after this sentence, I'm going to try for the rest of the episode. Um, there is a alternate you don't have to try i can't i want to but it's so hard (laughs) i don't know how you're doing it uh so we're introduced to um are uh, we diving in i mean i'm trying to give you the overview still okay uh where uh, basically there uh, there is uh annie kim is introduced in this episode and she's a rival to the annie that we know and love and they have uh, a competition which leads up to uh, competing model UNs. Correct. Yeah. So that's the overview. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also there's a, there's a British storyline where she uh, fights with Chang. She wants to rebel. Yes. Against the system. Yes. Um, so let's start. All right. So we... my first note is about uh, Martin Starr. And who does he play? He plays community college teacher Cligoris. I'm going to keep doing that. <laughs> just so you trying know. To, trying I'm to keep passing a P word to you and you're not going to be able to do Trying to screw me? Yeah. I wanted to say set me something. Yeah. But I cannot. <laughs> because it's a setup. It's a oh, setup. It's a setup. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, you, you've taken away my ability to sing. You won't be able to sing Patreon set me free. <laughs> Even at the plugs, I'm going to have to plug pick your path for you. <laughs> This <laughs> or popsicles <laughs> is going to be difficult. <laughs> but so, so tell me about Professor Cligoris. Well, should we even talk about his name right now? It comes up later. But uh, what's, what's going on with the name? We should save it for when it happens. Well, I'm out. <laughs> Damn, I'm out. I was trying to avoid saying comes up, and my brain was like made a made a quick left to the first available option, and that was happens. Now let me ask you this. I want to thank everyone for sticking around through that experimentation well, phase this. that we should, did. Should I just say strike one? Okay, three strikes. Okay. Okay? <laughs> Sorry, everyone. It's still happening. It's still happens. <laughs> still ha. That's what I said. <laughs> I've got... It's still occurring. One strike. Yes. And I shall go on. <laughs> you Have you been... <laughs> you are agitated. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cligoris... <laughs> Good. ...is teaching... History. Yeah. He's talking about <laughs> FDR. <laughs> what would you say his class is called? History? Well, I think they call it political science. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I had a note about that word. <laughs> what about that word? Well, uh... Because, because on the board it was written as poli-sci. Well, on the board it talks about that word... Yes. versus sci-fi. Oh, I didn't the distinction between the two, which I, I didn't thought catch that. was an interesting thing to be on the board. Yeah. Uh you would think mm-hmm. that students would not have uh, trouble with that. <clears throat> two I mean, times in that sentence I wanted to use a letter. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to tell you that uh, at Greendale the teachers true. are very concerned true. with the difference between poli sci and sci-fi. Very true. Uh, and the students perhaps would also need that differentiation. <laughs> Not Annie, of course, or Annie Kim. Yes. For, perhaps no one named Annie would need that differentiation. Correct. Perhaps it's like the Ashleys of recess. Yeah. 
but it is here where Clicoris yeah. asks a question. Uh, our Annie, Annie Classic, is ready to answer. Yeah. But who swords in? But who sneaks in? But Annie Kim. <laughs> Annie Kim, played by uh, Irene Choi. Correct. Uh, she 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 shows up in this episode. She returns, I believe, one more time or two more times. I mean, I, what? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you don't remember season four, but she shows up there, so I guess two more times because I think she's in season, she's in the most recent uh, season six yeah. as well. Does she show uh, around? Does she show her? Is she around? around? Is she around at all again this season? Season three? <clears throat> I want to say yes, I feel at least like once. She might. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, she swoops in. She gives the exact answer that Annie Edison was going to give, mm-hmm. and this causes a, a bit of a rivalry. What you're making faces? Um, Do you want to say another p word? No, <laughs> I'm just realizing that yeah. uh, when I discuss the Greendale Seven, I will have to mention Jeff, uh, Britta, Abed, Troy, Shirley, Annie, and Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and you can never uh, say the Dean's full name. Well, well, he is not in this installment. Yeah, it's true. This is a Dean-less episode. Yeah, Dean-free. Which is funny because this is the season where his name gets, Jim Rash gets added to the opening credits. True. And here he is, not (laughs) even in this episode. Not in the second. Not even as a a moment second. That's what I said. I did stop myself. I know what you're saying. I did stop myself. (laughs) Go on. Uh, so then... Next is a scene with Shirley and... It's a and scene in the hallway with Rita? Shirley and Miss Perry. And How dare you. <laughs> and as they're walking, Shirley is remarking... Uh, this is to remind us that uh, uh, Britta has decided to be a psych major. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but then they're handed a, a flyer. Can't say that either. <laughs> <laughs> what can't you use? Oh, psych major? <laughs> yeah. uh, a flyer f- uh, that says, Free the Damascus Three. Yeah. And this is uh, includes a protester that Britta knew and is now locked up in Syria. And Britta is jealous yeah. of the situation. She wanted to be as big of a protester as that. She's, because she's, this uh, woman that Britta knew uh, has a thing on Facebook that gets a lot of likes. Yeah, she has a page on Facebook that, that gets... Uh, Britta is very jealous of. Yeah, and uh, in fact, I, I, I did some, some stopping so that I could see what's going on in this flyer because mm-hmm. they show the flyer. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so... If you recall, uh, there's a season five episode where uh, Britta runs into some of her other graffiti protester friends. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was... You I were was, looking for one of them? I was curious if it was... The, maybe one was the same or or if the... It, I'd have to review that episode to see if they reference other people they knew. Uh-huh. But the three names on this flyer yeah. are Jason... I believe it's Jason Cow, hmm. uh, Stephanie Young, who is the, the girl in question, and Rudy Epstein. Hmm. And it says on the flyer that they uh, were taken into custody in Syria in August 7th, 2011. And then I looked up when this episode aired. It was September 29th, 2011. Huh. So uh, they'd been in there a while. That's why we're trying to free them. Yeah. Uh, they're trapped in Syria. And and I should have looked this up. I believe there was a, uh, a news story around this time about three hikers uh, who were simply hiking uh, near Iran or Syria I or something. I remember that. And yeah. uh, that uh, this might be a comment on that or, or a reference to it in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ripped from the headlines. That's what the community is <laughs> all about, right? Uh, you know, Dan Harmon has said that he has given tribute to Dick Wolf numerous times. So 
Mayhaps. What was the name of that episode that Dick Wolf Mayhaps. Did? The Dick Wolf episode? This is one of those. <laughs> Do you recall that name of that? I actually don't. Oh, okay. I know that it had to do with a certain uh, root vegetable that might start with that letter. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, it was uh, something lupine urology. Mm. I was trying to get you to say the word lupine. Well, I, I did not recall yeah. the name. Anyway, uh, so when, when we do get to the study room... Well, uh, what? Oh, I have a note. You have a note in this hallway scene? Uh, Shirley and Britta. Streetwalker? Is that what you're going to say? Yep. yep. <laughs> yes! Strike two! Because I said, yep. <laughs> Okay. And I'm an honest man. Good. And that's strike two. I'm, I keep waiting for you to say nope. Uh, Britta and Shirley, I have often thought about how they relate to each other before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's a bit harsh. Britta is dressed, uh, I would say, normally. It is uh, a bit of a... Uh, in a, the commentary. point out... Fuck, strike three. I'm out. <laughs> As they mentioned in the commentary. You're really going to try still? I feel... I mean, do, let me ask you this. Huh. Do you think the listener wants me to? Or do you think they don't? Uh, you know, I think... I, if, if anything, it's probably 50-50. I mean, uh, right, right, right in on a postcard or whatever. Okay, whatever what you say. You can't even say postcard now. Here's what it is. You can't even say letters on a postcard. I'm That's not, your catchphrase. All your catchphrases are P-words. I'm not... I'm not going to do it for the rest of this episode. Okay. But if someone tweets at us, yeah. all I need is one person. Yeah. One person can spoil it for the people who don't like this. Yeah. Tweet, just tweet at me personally, Dr. Matt Benson, yeah. a letter, and I will not say that letter in next week's episode. Wow. You're giving a lot of power to the listener. Yeah. And you know what? I'm hoping our listeners will be kind to me. And what if I tell like, oh. what if what if I tell Derek? Don't tell Derek. <laughs> if you if you do this and you say, oh, I will try to abide by your rules, but know that you are an asshole. <laughs> uh, are you are you trying to do this in reference to uh, you're now watching Gilmore Girls and you really liked in the, the Life and Death you Society jump Society they... Jack when they couldn't say the that 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 uh, how did they they referred to it as the fifth the fifth something in the I whatever they had a crazy way of referring to it the letter E they couldn't yeah. say the letter E yeah <laughs> the fifth thing in. They can't even say alphabet. Like, it was yeah. crazy. They came up with a perfect way to say they cannot say E, but without saying E. The man who stands with his legs out, his dick out, and his arms out. <laughs> Boy, we're... Ooh, much like the commentary uh, track on this episode, we're working blue. <laughs> yes. Uh, so don't you know, don't be an asshole, but if you if you tweet at me a letter, the first person to do that, I will avoid that letter next week's episode. The first person to do that? Yeah. Okay. Which, I mean, part of this is a quiz to find out... Does anybody want me to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tweet at me, at Dr. Matt Benson. Uh, and that'll be hard. Do you know what next episode is? What? It's your favorite. Ever. It's not, no, it's not. It was episode four of season three. Ooh. Remedial Canada's Theory was production code 303. And actually, Have you looked at the DVD list? Is it third? Well, we, we're covering it fourth because it aired fourth. Okay. It's my decision. Okay. Because yeah, it's totally third on the DVD list. I did not know that, but it it it, it aired because I looked one. I looked ahead and I went, oh shit, that's I, I that's already here. Airing order, the way things go. Okay, then I mean, good thing I brought it up because I totally would have just watched. That would have been a problem. Yeah, you're more behind the scenes of comedy community podcast time. The title of which is "Shut Up, Leonard." I'm trying to cover because Andrew is still looking at his phone. Sorry, I'm trying. <laughs> I, I want to make. Sh- I want to see what IMDb says. Anyway. Nothing, you idiot. IMDb's dead. It's locked to my basement. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. This gag. 
credit Eminem. <laughs> All right, so they do mention on the commentary, uh, uh, and I believe it starts but it, the, I around like here. I didn't really address my point because we got wrapped up in the whole P thing. But yeah. uh, as the commentary, it is a bit of a booby sweater, as they point out in the commentary. Yeah. But not too... If you saw a woman walking down the street in a sweater like that, you would not think it was odd at all. No. Uh, Wait, what? I would not think what? It was odd at all. Oh, odd at all. Okay. What did you think I said? I don't know. I was just ready to, to just agree with whatever you're saying. Okay. <laughs> so you said odd at all, and I was like, wait, what did I just good, agree good to? Good you have my back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, would you not agree that it's pretty harsh that even as they're acting like friends, uh, Shirley still calls her a streetwalker? I mean, she said she dresses like a streetwalker. <laughs> you're going to be Mr. Semantic at me? Yeah, she's not. I mean, like. She could say she acts like a streetwalker. Yeah. Because Britta herself even mentions that sometimes that she would, like, there's a, there, uh, have we already passed that episode where she she says that I would be a high-priced, uh, or a high-priced call girl or whatever? Is that in this, uh, this season? I don't recall. I th- it might be. But, yeah, it's uh, it's something I think Britta has con- has thought of. <laughs> Not well, as, I mean, a, as with, a career path, with, but with, as, like... With Neil on the concert tickets, we know about that. Yeah. Mezzanine! <laughs> was that, that, that was this season, right? <laughs> I don't know. I think that was season two. Maybe. Uh, where where are we? Uh, Streetwalker, study room. boobs, study room. Where? Oh no, I sorry, uh, Chang. Because my next note is, is Chang is very excited that he's got his first cat cop flashlight, uh, which he yeah, then I says he's he uh, excited to cover in brains. Oh yeah, because he, he he's he's given duty to guard the trash can. Yes, and then Officer Nunez says, you know, you just you you make sure. The, they don't mump into the trash can. That's all you do. And then he, Chang has a great. There's a great moment where he says, "What this badge says to serve and protect." Uh, and then Nunia says, "No, it doesn't." And then Chang checks it, and their badge says, "How's my smile?" Yeah. <laughs> Which, of course, that's what the Greendale Securities badges say. Yep. It's pretty perfect. Then <clears throat> um, now we're in the study room. And so Annie, Annie has brought her new friend to meet the study <laughs> well, room. Well, yeah. yeah, as as she calls her. Uh-huh. Uh It's Annie Kim. Yeah. And they, of course, realize that she is not Annie's new friend, but, in fact, Annie's evil doppelganger. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and this kind of starts the um, the little storyline between Jeff and Annie this episode, where he goes out of her way to say, to talk about how, essentially, how proud of her, of uh, our Annie he is, uh-huh. and how she's the real Annie, and no other Annie could ever compare. Sure. Any other notes on that scene? Yes. Uh, uh, Pierce has, a, I think, a great line here, where he goes, ah, an Asian Annie. Obama's America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just that all he really needs great. to say. I think that encapsulates. I forgot that I have some more notes about the scene as well. And that, yeah, that I, have, really great. I have a lot more going on here. Um, uh, Troy, mm-hmm. he has a line about uh, some. I can't remember how it's brought up, but about uh, you know when she was little Annie Adderall, she she was so high on whatever she tried to straighten the football lines. High on whatever. What? Little Annie Adderall was high on whatever. I think it's more than Adderall. You can't That's figure what I'm going to say right now. I don't think so. I think I think it was just a lot of Adderall. Okay. Uh, well, she tried to straighten the football lines during, during a game. game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Pretty good. That's a great image. Um, and then I have uh, I have well, Annie brings up the model UN. Okay, yeah, which is important. Mm. Oh yeah, for sure. The plot of the episode. She says, uh, "Hey, model UN," and Annie Kim says, "Oh, I might join that if 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 whatever." Yeah. Yeah. We see we see that Annie Kim is in the room. Is the point? Yeah, yeah. What were you gonna say? Uh, whiteboard or the chalkboard, whatever what you want to call it. The whiteboard had like a lot of words, but I thought was most interesting. So uh, what stood out to me was that it seems like it's signed by a name mm-hmm. that looked to me like it said C Hank Band, and okay. then I realized what it was supposed to be. It what? was it, it it might not be Hank or Band, but it's supposed to visually represent the words chalkboard. Huh. Yeah. 
but it said uh, what I could get off of it was and 5 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, it was just instructions to on schedule how to time. The check room. with the receptionist. Enjoy your time here and make good use of your time. Yeah. Thanks, C Chalkboard. I read that and thought, hey, that's not an inside joke or anything. But, I'll, it, but I choc- will move choc- on. See Hank Man Chalkboard. I guess. I like that a little. All right. <laughs> um, Annie, or Britta goes on a rant in which she <laughs> says N-words. Literally N-words, not yeah. the N-word. Which, which she realized she may have went a bit too far. What do, you, what do you think of that rant here? I mean, Britta is literally just amping herself up she's not no yeah. one's egging her on no one's stopping her yeah. it's it's she's made a choice to to go straight to declare a major and that's yeah. going straight in her book yes and she's realizing maybe i'm maybe i'm not done raging against the machine yes but it's, it's everyone's kind of looking at her in a funny way because she's just amping herself up yes and it's and it's kind of odd it's a fun little moment though it's I yeah it's, it's I'm, but i'm gonna say it's it's odd in the sense that it's like it's literally just her <laughs> yeah <laughs> just going like wait a second well they, they know they can just kind of let her spin in her tracks for <laughs> yeah. a bit and she'll be done literally spin at times yeah. uh and as she's ranting and, and raving a lot uh-huh. there's a, an interesting moment where um she is sort of uh gyrating i don't know if that's a word we want to use here okay uh where abed clearly is watching her boobs as she moves <laughs> Which I guess is why it is important that we establish that was a booby sweater. Um, Wait, did we? We did not mention that in the commentary. They even said that for some reason Chevy Chase thought that she had a boob breast job implant. Done. Yeah, even though I don't know. I feel like that. Do you think that was a joke, or do you think they that Chevy Chase actually thought that? And it they've seemed just like revealed they, it. They, they, that Chevy actually thought that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Which is a weird thing, and that it reveals that. Chevy is looking at her boobs, yeah. but not enough to realize that they're the same. It's a weird thing that he accidentally revealed about himself. You, you think that's safe to say? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say yeah. Yeah. Um, so Abed checks out Britta's boobs. That's a weird moment. We don't see... I mean, we. I wouldn't call this romantic, mm. but it's it's weird to see any kind of lightly sexual interplay between Abed and Britta. Yeah. Um, it's not a pairing that gets a lot of play. No, and then she storms off past the trash can. Oh no! I want to talk about the lines that are said when she storms off. Okay. First, Shirley says, "Raging against the what? That sounds dangerous." Yes. And then Jeff, Jeff says, says, "Don't worry, she'll be bad at it." Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's the that's that's community. Yeah. Right there, raging against the what? Don't worry, she'll be bad at it. <laughs> On the way out, she sees Chang. Who very uh, condescendingly says, watch the can, student. To which Britta sees an opportunity. She goes, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> That's a policeman. Lionel Richie kicks in. <laughs> Even though it's not a policeman yeah. at all. Lionel Richie kicks in. She tries to knock over the trash can. Doesn't quite get there. She is bad at it. Yep. <laughs> Chang writes her a warning, which is just literally the word warning on a piece of paper. Yep. Uh, which she then eats. It's a bit awkward for a second and she has to spit it out into the trash can. <laughs> That she thankfully did not knock over. Yeah, um, I mean, do we want to talk about now which which of these two storylines is is our favorite for this episode? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to say that? Three, two, one, and then we'll both say it right now. <laughs> Ready? I gotta think. Okay. Three, two, one. Britain Model UN. Oh wow! Okay. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> we see because normally I feel like I'm I'm <clears throat> Mister Loves Chang and Britta. Yeah. And you're Mr. Not. Yeah. <laughs> and yet we've come down on opposite sides today. Yeah. I I think because I just love how ridiculous it is. And yeah. the use of hello by Lionel Richie <laughs> yes. is so perfect. Yeah. I don't like... Um, I, I, I think like it's the Earth 2 stuff that really sucks me in. Oh, yeah. I had to think for a second because right, at, I was like, oh, but it ends with a really great 
uh, sci-fi yeah. thing going on. And one of my all-time favorite professor-student interactions, which which is coming up very soon. Okay. Well, and Crisis Alert yes, is great, of too. Of course. But I think this really gets at the heart of what Britta is and what Chang thinks he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and in a way that had not happened ever before in the series. Seasons yeah. one or two had not gotten at it this way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, pretty good. It's really good. All right. So then we're next, we, we, we um, Annie figures out that uh, Annie Kim has stolen the idea of a Model UN. Yeah, and in fact, uh, it's, it's there's a there's one of those cork boards yes. uh, with flyers all over it, and uh, she sees the Model UN flyer, and she goes, ah, it was my idea. And as they she pulls it down, there's another flyer yes, that says, says Party Down on yeah, it. Yeah, reference to reference Martin Starr's beloved show. Martin Starr. Okay. <laughs> um, she runs into the sty room, complains. Jess says, hey, we got to sort this out. Yeah. So he charges into the classroom. Yeah. And here's that interaction I was talking about. Yeah. I'll explain why. So he busts in, says, hey, listen here, professor. Looks at the door and says, Cligoris? Cligoris? He goes both. And then, it's so perfect, Martin starts his back. Either pronunciation is acceptable. And here's what I love about this interaction. Uh-huh. And why Martin Starr, I think, was perfectly cast. <laughs> and that he makes a choice here that I don't know that anyone else would have made. He says it... Like, it's a cool thing. Like, he says that, <laughs> like, he's being cool in that moment. <laughs> yeah. And it's so perfect. It works so well. And Jeff just moves right past it. Yeah. It's just so quick, so right there, so funny. Oh, my God. Such a great interaction. Beca- because, well, I mean, I thought you would have a different reaction to this because we have spoken off mic. Have we? About, uh, not about this, but about in other instances where people are dodgy about how their name is pronounced. Oh, yeah. And you don't like it. I don't like it, but here I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm surprised. I'm yeah. honestly surprised <laughs> because it's obviously not a real scenario. No. Uh, and what? What? So, let's talk about this name. Yeah. Is this name a reference to something else? It's yes. Okay. What? What are you asking? What are you asking me right now? Well, if you change a letter, it's yeah, clitoris or yeah. clitoris or clitoris. Either, yeah, either is acceptable. <laughs> Yeah, was that do you do you think that was like a uh, they wrote that down as a joke and then it just stuck or well, that happened later in the episode? Yeah, there's say. definitely a lot of that going on. I uh, think in the writers' room at this point. <laughs> but no, of course it's a reference to that. That's okay. why it's funny. Okay, and that's what I, I thought you were on the same page with me. That's what Martin Starr's joke means. Oh, and that's one of the layers that hmm. I think makes it funny when he says that is a good pronounce. added layer. Yeah, that is a good added layer yeah. to that to that whole joking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's one of the many reasons why I adore that joke. <laughs> All right, and uh, so he there's a the, I don't, I think this is before they barge in, where uh, Professor oh, yeah, Cligoris I forgot about that whole bit. Oh, what? Where Annie's stressed out about the stolen UN and she's she's oh yeah playing we with skipped the, over that whole scene. We did. I didn't even realize. I don't even know what else was in that scene besides the couplet. I'm uh, sorry. Well, I, I got some stuff that, that I'll talk about there. So she's talking about the stolen model UN, and she's really st- sort of as a stress thing. It looks like I'm jerking off a very small penis. Into yeah. My face. I, do you want me to make the noise? Yeah. She's doing that with her straw. I did it moving as, it in and out of the lid as little as possible because I know it's an annoying noise. Yep. Uh, and Troy was annoyed with it, obviously. So you, we don't see Troy. We just see his hand <laughs> reaching off from off screen. He takes the cup away, takes the lid, puts the straw back in, hands it back to Annie. No, she's the, still got the straw yeah. in her hand. Oh, that's right. She's still doing the she's straw still doing motion. The motion, and then he puts the cup back. So she's still putting it in and out of the, stra- of the cup, yeah. but with no lid. <laughs> it's a great bit of business. Yeah. Um, and then um, 
Annie is talking about all the great things that are going to happen to Annie Kim that will not happen to her because of the stolen idea. Mm-hmm. She says she'll she'll meet great people. She lists three. I don't remember the first one, but it's Boot, the second two are Boutros, Boutros, Gali, and Will I Am. Yeah. And then Troy gets very excited at the possibility of meeting Boutros, Boutros, Gali. Yeah. Which is pretty great. Uh-huh. Probably. I mean, if, even it's just a. Let's be honest here, and maybe this is ping pong to say, <laughs> to borrow a phrase from old Roderick on the lines. It's fun lane to say. Can we agree? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I th- I think if uh, if a name repeats within a name, yeah, that's that, great. That adds a layer of fun. I'll say what I like in names. I like when a name repeats within a name. Yeah. And I like when a name is a sentence. Ooh. Right. Uh, like George Went. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a great one. Great. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Um. And then that's when Jeff has had enough, and he says, "Hey, we gotta." We gotta go do this, and then we actually we start in in the classroom with he's talking about how excited uh, Professor Gregoris is talking about how excited he is for the Model UN. He talks about how in college they call me Model UN guy because I love that so much, and then he thinks for a second and says, "Don't research that." What do you think they called him? For real, clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty simple. Okay. Yeah, um, because I'm thinking I'm I'm gonna draw on your recent Gilmore Girls experience. Here we go. Uh, you know Marty is naked guy. It's true. So maybe it was something like that. Something like that. I did think that maybe it was some. It was the reason why he was specifically because you know, like the kids in the class obviously know that his name sounds like clitoris. Yeah. Uh, but I did. I did think that maybe it would be a nickname tied to a behavior that he would not want his current students to yeah. know. So that's why a, a naked guy type uh, nickname would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, then Jeff Bunsen. Then we have the great um, either pronunciation is fine line, and then there's a mo- another great moment where. Um, uh, Jeff is yelling at Annie Kim, and he's so wrapped into it. He says, "You annoying little busybody," <laughs> <laughs> which Jeff almost straight up calls an eighteen-year-old girl a bitch in front of a whole classroom. Well, maybe nineteen by now. True. Well, because Annie, I think she specifically, Annie specifically says Annie Kim is younger than her. Oh, does she? Yeah. Because I thought they said that they like they they seem to be comparing high school experiences in a way that they both win at the same time. Uh, I did not get that implication, and okay. Annie does specifically say she's like a younger me. Oh, okay. Shrug. I mean that makes that makes way more sense. I'm just yeah. gonna. That's way simpler. Yeah. That it's a brand new student. Yes. To the uh, college system. Yep. Uh, in Greendale. And then the idea of a UN off is uh, proposed, which yeah, well, Forrest loves. He he says that means I'd have to spend all night coming up with the rules. Let's do it. Yeah. Like he's, he's <laughs> that excites excited. him even more. Yeah. Than before. Because dude loves model UNs. He has a uh, a picture of the man who invented model UN around his neck. Oh, like a medal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and That's then, super great. That's a great detail. Yeah. As one last little burn to Jeff and Annie as they're leaving, Annie Kim says, which is what exactly is the nature of your relationship. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they have a great, they get very nervous and they say, we're friends, good friends, grown up friends. And then Jeff, in a really <laughs> great bit of, I can't remember, they talked about this on the commentary, I can't remember if it was improvised or what was going on, but in a great bit of, the character Jeff is obviously improvising here. He kind of goes, ha ah, ha ha, and puts <laughs> Annie in a headlock and, and sort of does a noogie on yeah. her, demonstrating classic friend behavior. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't uh, write it down, but yeah, he, uh, Annie is tickling him yeah, as well. That's, yes. uh, that's another part it's of it. It's very fun to watch. Incredibly awkward. Good times. Uh, so uh, my next note is about the, the UN situation. The well, model UN off. Uh, so yeah, as, as they're leading in, Annie is trying to psych everyone into it. Mm-hmm. She says, you know, don't worry. Uh, Jeff is saying, everyone agree with Annie so we can win. And then she says, don't worry about that. Just have fun. But what's more fun than winning, right? <laughs> <laughs> Classic Annie on point. Uh, it starts. Garrett Lambert is running the proceedings. Well, he's the he's the crisis manager yeah. or whatever yes. you want to call it. Well, I, I I have the list. I have the list of who everyone is. Okay. 
uh, so the um, the study group, they're the blue side. Yes. Uh, the uh, Annie Kim side is red. Let me see if I can guess who, which country. Okay. You give me a character outside the country. Jeff. You're gay. Which I said like Pierce. <laughs> Annie. Uh, America? Yeah. United States, but yeah. Shut up. Abed. This one oh, makes sense as well. This one's tricky. This, this one makes so much can we, sense. Can I pass for now? And then yeah. I'll go back. Troy. Georgia. Shirley. Georgia. Uh, China. Yeah. And Pierce. Somalia. Yeah. So Abed's makes perfect sense. Why don't I know it? What What is Abed? Think of Abed in the sense of, of if, if two, war, two countries were at war, what, what would Abed be? What? If two countries were at war. What does this mean? <laughs> what would, <laughs> this is a cone. Is he Switzerland? Yes. Okay, good. He's neutral. Oh, Abed is neutral. Me. <laughs> Abed is neutral. Is Vicky Turkey? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and Annie Kim is? England? Nope. America yeah. again? But Earth Both too? Annie's are American. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, maybe you can help me remember what I'm remembering. Okay. Because uh, I'm going to tell you this, and maybe you'll know, and maybe you won't. Okay. Maybe the listener's going to know. Maybe they won't. I'm remembering a sitcom... Where part of the plot was that, and maybe this was another episode of Community. <laughs> this is how deep my brain is going. Could be. Um, so on Annie Kim's side, there there is a man to the left or to her right. To the left. Uh, yeah. And he he's an older man. He has a they they remark on him in the commentary. Uh, they love his mustache and tight vest. I love his mustache. I love his tight vest, and I like his face facial expressions. Now I like I, that guy a lot. I'm recalling some other sitcom where. Um, part of the joke is that uh, the the person on that team discredits this other person, and then at the end they're the one who pulls out and saves the day. They they know some crucial bit of information. I mean, that most, wins the team. Most sitcoms ever, like, but this is like a, a super common. unnamed character, and they were like not supposed to be in the team even. Yeah, and I thought this that I for some reason my brain put that on top of this. So when they cut over to Annie Kim and they showed that guy, I thought, oh, I know that guy and I remember the plot now. And then none of that happened. And I was like, I don't remember what I'm remembering. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Are you saying you think that guy specifically was in it? No, I'm saying like that. It just, for some reason, that plot from another sitcom got layered on top of this one. You're thinking of maybe the Boy Meets World episode where they go to some trivia show for high school students? But then is is someone on the team like an older man who's I, a janitor and uh, he knows the, the crucial bit of what info? What I've given to you is all the information I have already. Because I also feel like he was a janitor. That's in my brain as well. Was it Mike the janitor? Yeah. All I want is to clean, clean garbage and all I ask in return is a paycheck. All right, that so is just me straight up ripping, doing a Paul Tompkins character. On the Red and UN. I apologize, I apologize, but don't pretend it's not fun. Red UN. We got some guys Germany. Yeah, that's the guy I was talking about. Yep. Annie Kim is U.S. Vicky's Turkey. A, a lady is Mexico. Yeah. Another man is Japan, and a young guy is Greece. That's all I got. Did you feel betrayed by Vicky like the members of the commentary did? <laughs> what I was uh, upset about was that there was like uh, no Leonard or Starburns or other characters up there. Well, they're not going to back Annie. We had Kim. a bunch they, of. They know who the real Annie is. Well, as we find out as the series goes on, I mean, like they people like, like Garrett Lambert and Leonard really don't like them. <laughs> No, or at least they have animosity in certain situations. I think they grew to not like them. Okay. You I don't think, think by the, now they don't like them? I think when the chips are down, when it's UN versus UN, and when they know, because whatever they know, they know that Annie's in the right. They know yeah. that it was Annie's idea. But you, you don't think maybe they went on that team to throw it? No, they're not. No. They're not that smart? Is that what you're about to say? No, they're not. Uh, you know, they, they know Annie's right, but they're not going to go out of their way to help her. Okay. They stay out of it. They're Switzerland. 
whatever. So Abed uh, is very concerned with uh, what's going on. Why are there two Earths? Yes. Well, he he specifically wants to establish the rules. <laughs> maybe maybe this is what you're thinking of. Like Abed goes out of his way to establish the rules of of if there's parallel Earths or whatever, and then that is the bit. Of, and then as Annie keeps shunting him off, that is the bit of information that saves them. No, I'm very specifically thinking of. They they need someone on their team. They grab a janitor, and then the janitor knows the math equation. You're That's, thinking of Goodwill Hunting. Nope, <laughs> nope. I'd never think of that ever in my life. <laughs> anyway, then we have Crisis Alert. Yep. You wrote down all of them. Is that correct? Yeah. Do you want all of them? Yeah. Wait. Did you say what Abed? He, Abed discerns what it is. Kligoris tells him that it's identical Earths in parallel dimensions. Yes. Kligoris makes the rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He makes the rules, and he says, "Yeah, that's it." Yeah. Uh, so, so all the crisis alerts, and this this is throughout all of it. This goes from beginning to end. Yeah. The very first one: a civil war has broken out in Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. The second one: all we hear is Russia. Third one: a tsunami has hit Vietnam. Yeah. Tur- tuber- tuberculosis outbreak. Yeah. Loose nukes. Sinkhole. North Korea. Yeah. The prime minister in exile. <laughs> Military coup. Hereditary monarchy. Corruption. Genocidal dictator in Laos. Yeah. And that's all of them. That's good stuff. Uh, and as they said in the commentary, some of these were uh, improved by yes. by Eric Eric Charles Nelson. Yes, Nielsen. Riley. Nelson. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, it's all good stuff. Should we talk about the fun little bits that everyone has here? I mean, I wrote down the the one that you already mentioned. The Uruguay. Yeah. Uh, Pierce is also way into Somalia. He sees it as a, a, a beach paradise, <laughs> and can't understand why it would be any other way. Uh, Troy, knowing that it's the uh, the one that used to be a social uh, social a Soviet satellite, still uh, does Georgia in a Georgia the state accent. Yep, Georgia the country would request that you mind your p's and q's. Yep, good stuff. Abed um, is constantly bringing up the that they need to find the science to get to Earth too, which Annie is constantly putting off. Um, and then they're tied. Yeah, and uh, just in a in a meta note, in the commentary, uh, there's a fun bit. Gillian Jacobs is asking the writer Andy Bobrow whether or not this two Earths thing was inspired by Fringe or another Earth. Yeah, another Earth being the Brit Marling movie. Brit Marling being uh, the played season. Page. Yeah, yeah, played Paige, the not the not lesbian, lesbian yeah. character uh, that Gillian Jacobs kissed, mm-hmm. uh, and neither none of it none of it yeah. was the inspiration. Yeah, he just had just general parallel Earth trope. Mm-hmm. But it was, but it was a great tie around where it was Britt Marling was in that movie at the time. And yeah, and I, I actually show. remember uh, at the time, and I can't remember where the decision landed, but I remember you and I having a dispute in the Community Fantasy League uh-huh. as to whether it was a reference to the show Earth Two. Huh. Okay. And, and I remember us having a dispute about something that's about to come up. Yes. Yeah. But that's not until the end. What you talking about, Troy coming through the thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, it's not about to come up. Okay. We've got stuff to get through before that. That's true. We haven't even talked about the Britta, Britta, Britta. Yeah, Britta's Britta in a cage. Chang stuff. She's in a cage. Britta in a cage. Despite all her rage, she is still just Britta in a cage. <laughs> she's got a globe and some red paint. Yep. And she's going to pour that red paint on that globe. She said, This is what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> to which Chang pulls her off. Well, he pulls the cage off. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Lionel Richie. Um. Then, uh, then we have all the Garrett heads flying by, and then other people's heads too. Yeah, which this is where we get most of the the crisis, crisis alerts, alerts and we get some of those fun little, uh, like Jeff says, uh, Uruguay would appreciate. Yeah, <laughs> Somali would stop calling us Uruguay. <laughs> uh, and then we have the fart. 
Boy, isn't this isn't that a fun one? It is. Are you saying that sarcastically? I I don't know, because uh, who who farted? Well, I think Jeff farted. You really think Jeff? I think Jeff farted. Then why does it start over on the Pierce Shirley Troy side? Listen, farts don't always move in the way you would expect them. He's a fart ventriloquist, is what you're saying. Those those that happens. <laughs> You know, I I don't believe. I'm not a believer in <laughs> fart ventriloquism. Well, I want to believe. <laughs> um, I I believe. Okay. And listen, we haven't taken into account drafts. We haven't. There's so there's so many factors here. Mm. Um, you know, when when you look at the angles right, uh, you you can see that it's not a magic bullet. That it is in fact just a clear shot from the book depository <laughs> to Kennedy's head. I You're think... saying that the fart went around. <laughs> I'm saying that your magic fart theory. <laughs> is based on a misleading and confusing diagram of the car. <laughs> and that, in fact, when you look at what really happened, it's pretty easy to imagine how the fart ended up over there. What if there was a second farter? <laughs> I mean, listen, that actually is my full theory. I do think... <laughs> you always think there's a second farter. I think... <laughs> you always think there's two people. Listen, I think Jeff farted first. Okay. And then I think once it became clear that there was a fart that no one was taking credit for, it was open season. And then... <laughs> My real theory is that, in fact, everyone farted. No. That they weren't just doing a Spartacus thing. That, in fact, they all did fart. Even Abed, who was very clearly doing a Spartacus thing? Yes. Okay. In fact, I wouldn't put it past Abed to fart in the moment so that he could do a Spartacus thing later. <laughs> I think if if anything, Shirley didn't fart. No, Shirley far- Shirley was the first to fart after Jeff. <laughs> because when she says I farted, she's so disgusted by having to say that. Listen, everybody farts. Not everyone likes to talk about it. Not everyone is not disgusted when they have to say it. But everyone farts. And that's uh, undeniable. Okay, let's. Uh, so in the commentary, the uh, Andy Bobber, the writer, mentions that this fart was a placeholder. But then they just liked it so much. That but, yeah, people in the room liked it so much that they kept it. It was yeah. a placeholder for whatever the real problem was going to be. Yeah. Um, but I like that, that that is the problem that brings it crashing down. Like, it's kind of fitting to, to community that it, something as simple and dumb as a fart yeah. can bring the whole group crashing down. Uh, there's even a deleted scene, which I think was wisely deleted, of Cligoris and Garrett Lambert and the audience reacting to the fart smell. Yeah. Uh, but that just doesn't play. It doesn't seem to play right. Yeah. I don't know. Just a timing thing. Uh, so then there's a there's a scene here. We, well, we go back Annie, to... Annie runs off. No, no. Before that, we go back. We, we gotta go, go back? We go back to Britta and Chang sure. in, in Officer Nunez's office. Oh, sure. Um, Officer Nunez says, hey, she hasn't actually broken the law. Yeah. We gotta let her go. Uh-huh. Chang is mad, but can do nothing. And uh, Britta is very well, Brita, well, because upset the, she the, confesses the that fun, she's... Yeah, the fun part is that uh, Nunez says, were you even planning on breaking the law? Yeah. And she looks at Chang like... I want to say yes so bad. <laughs> but she can't. But no. And she's trying to defend her. She's like, I have a major now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she runs off, ashamed. Yeah. Uh, and then Nunez gives Chang his real duty, which is to fix that thing. You know the thing that comes down, stops the cars from going out. It's a thing. It goes at a 90 degree angle. It's like a thing, like a wooden thing. <laughs> the, the bar? The arm. Is oh, the Chang arm. Says. That's the word. And I got to say... Before this episode, I would not know what to call that thing. Yeah. What would you call it? I mean, I just said the bar. That's right. me. Uh, 
uh, I mean, and this this, this is, is a, a great bit of business here. Can we is, agree? This is a great bit, and it's kind of repeated in season six with the the moat, the thing. <laughs> the thing. It's the around drawbridge, the drawbridge, you asshole. You don't even remember. Oh, drawbridge! Exactly. Oh, Jesus, Christ. you're just like Elroy. <laughs> drawbridge. Oh, never mind. <laughs> but anyway, so Chang is upset. Then we cut back to. Um, so Annie has thrown farts. a fit. Well, the before that, happened. she says, "Jeff, can you please stop this?" And then he oh. gets up, and it seems like he's going to do a winger speech, but he's just leading into a joke where he says, "So whoever died here a few months ago better fess up, so we can get on with this." And then Annie has a fit. Yeah, freaks out. Yeah, I mean they they've made a thing about um, calling Annie Kim a baby, and that they're grown ups and adults. Yes. And then here the joke in the moment is that Annie reacts as a baby would, throwing, throwing a, a straight up tantrum. Yeah, fit on the table. Yeah. Uh, and then runs off embarrassed. To which Jeff has the w- reveals himself to be a creep with the line, "You're acting like a schoolgirl and not in a hot way." Well, no, her reaction to that proves that she wanted to always look be the hot way. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> who's the creep now? Uh, <laughs> that was the original title of "Who's the Boss." Who's, who's the, the creep? creep now? <laughs> and the theme song was "Creep" by Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> but sung by Tony Danza. Yes. <laughs> I I really wish. A, that I could sing well, and yeah. B, that I could do a good Tony Danza impression, <laughs> yep. so that I could have busted into that. Just imagine that in well, your heads, guys. The, you have to do Tony Danza doing Frank Sinatra. <laughs> so, <laughs> it starts out, like, a lot more. Can I tell you something? Huh. I watched a lot of Taxi as a youth. Sure. Loved it. Yeah. Was a big fan of the garbage-picking, field-goal-kicking Philadelphia phenomenon, which was a film starring Tony Danza. Sure. Right now, I cannot... I cannot bring up what Tony Danza's voice sounds like in my mind. I mean, it's kind of joy- joysy. Yeah. I mean, I would assume that. Yeah. Because I'm a, a regionalist. Yeah. But uh, I, I, for some reason, I can't picture it right now. Huh. And I feel ashamed of myself. I feel like I've let Tony Danza down today. Yep. Good All right. Uh, so this scene where Brit- uh, uh, Annie runs off, mm-hmm. Jeff follows yeah. to calm her down. Uh, this is, I, I, you could just describe the scene as, uh, it's a scene addressing Jeff and Annie's relationship. Yeah, and they're, they're a bit hard on this scene in the commentary. I feel unnecessarily hard. I, oh, yeah. I, I like this scene. And both, I think it both actors in the scene and the writer in yeah. the, who's written this scene. Yeah. None of them seem to understand this scene. Yeah, but guys, it makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense. I think it's a really good scene and a necessary scene. Necessary is yeah, what yeah. I was trying to say there. Uh, to sort of clarify Jeff and Annie's relationship. Yeah, I feel like, uh... Perhaps what is going on is that um, fireworks in the background. Of course, I don't know if that turned up on the mic, but uh, they're just very—they were jazzed about that point we made, so <laughs> they set off some fireworks. Um, Je- perhaps you know Joel McHale and um, Allison Brie had not really considered the the depth of what what was actually going on with their characters. Yeah, uh, which you know I don't know if I can blame them for. Yeah, uh, you know. There's always seems to be uh, not maybe not always, but there there can be a disconnect between what a writer writes and how an actor acts. Actors are dumb, is what you're saying. There's a disconnect. <laughs> there can be a disconnect. Uh, yeah. Uh, which is always like interesting the to see the layers uh, yeah. because you have the you have a writer's perspective, mm-hmm. and then you have the actor's interpretation of it, and then on top of that you have the director's interpretation of the actor you know and then you have the audience interpretation and then you have us watching it going oh this is that yeah and whether or not that's what any of those three previous people understood yeah uh it's what's there it's what's actually there and if we're lucky uh we're getting we're interpreting it as as it is being uh, presented presented yeah and so in that way i believe the presentation 
was perhaps different than how the actors were portraying it, but only in the sense that it was deeper hmm. than how they were portraying it. Okay. Because in, in, in certain cuts, you can, you can give longing looks. You can, you can use music to swell a feeling. Yeah. And on the, on the floor, on the stage, in the scene, yeah. they're not getting that. Yeah. They're just being in the moment. It's true. Uh, so that's the only defense that I can give to them, besides yeah. being dumb. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm really going far to, to, to not call them dumb right now. That's all. <laughs> But I, but Andrew Bavarro in the commentary he does he does give an explanation that I feel works. What is what are you saying? He says well he because they ask him and then he says no I don't have it written down I'm sorry but he <laughs> says he does say something where he, he uses the word infantilize yeah and they like that he used the word infantilize <laughs> yeah uh, well that's what Jeff is saying kind of here is he because he can't really process that he's attracted to her he treats her like a kid to, to keep her at a distance yeah and that's yeah. that's true yeah. And that's sense. part of what the scene yeah. is. Yeah. Because he goes, we can't go keep going on like this, kiddo. Yeah. And then there's a long moment, and then they're both weirded out. Because, yep. yeah, they can't <laughs> go keep weird. going this on like weird. this. <laughs> they leave. Um, they get back. They go back. We get the Spartacus. We all farted. Yep. Which we I all, believe we is all Spartacus fa- moment. Fa- factually accurate. <laughs> and then we're back to Chang, who was reading his arrest report in oh, his office. Oh, boy. What a delight. Which I've written down, copied in the style of Chang. Yeah. We've got arrest report. It says officer by Ben Chang, but officer is like really part of the border. Officer like as if it's, I think it's because he, for, he he really wanted people to know he was the officer. So he added in later. Yes, I agree with that. Also, Ben is a little too close to by. Just like, <laughs> like there was some sort of mistake there. Mm-hmm. Then he's written down name, Britta Perry. Address, 3030-6. So probably unit six. Oh, I, th- I saw that as a dash B. Interesting. Yeah. I saw dash six. Because that, that makes more sense to me. You know how, you know how that's a thing? Yeah. Where there's a... It's also a thing that units are numbered. Well, We have a friend who lives in Dash 4. What I'm going to say is that you put the apartment number after. It's true, but I I attributed that to Chang, just being Chang. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sure. Uh, North 6th Street in Riverside. Yeah. Now, I meant to look up Riverside, Colorado, and then didn't. They've mentioned it before. Okay. They have mentioned Riverside as being a place that is in Colorado. Okay. I believe when they go on the KFC space journey, they go to Riverside, okay. Colorado. That's good. That's the place that they eventually find out where they are and how far they are from Greendale. Got it. And right. how many how, how many stars or whatever st- shaped items the dean gives to those gas those stations. Those aren't thumbs. <laughs> yeah, those aren't thumbs. <laughs> we know they're not thumbs. That we, that's what we can we rule out. Uh, so it's he, he has underlined name and address, by the way. Uh-huh. And then the next one is crime, which he's underlined twice. It's more important. And not crimes, it's worth noting, but crime. Oh. And then a colon. And there are nine. There are nine. Yeah. And they are. Making a mess of school property. Uh-huh. Causing a disturbance. Uh-huh. Causing a disturbance at a school function. Uh-huh. Using a deadly weapon. Yeah. Destroying school property. Yep. Protesting on school property. Yep. Resisting arrest. Yep. Using profanity. Profanity. Using profanity to an officer. Interesting phrasing there. I, you know, part, the first part of that word. Is obscured. So I took it as saying profanity to an officer. That's interesting. That's the only way that made sense to me. Huh. Well, we'll never know. No, we won't. Number nine, also he, obscured. He crumples it up. <laughs> also obscured, assaulting an officer. Yeah. And then at the bottom, signed by Ben Chang. Yeah. <laughs> Underlined. Now... Or no, sorry, just signed to Ben Chang. Let's, let's go down the list. Yeah. These are all legitimate, I'm going to say. I'm not going to say they're all illegal. Using a say, deadly weapon? She had a hammer. She was hitting the globe with a hammer. I guess. What what are you gonna? What else are you gonna? I mean, two and three could be combined, I guess. What I'm saying is that's what Chang thought. I, I I'm saying that I don't consider that using a deadly weapon. Okay. I'm saying it's not legitimate. Okay. Well, I guess you're not an officer then. 
So Nunez, he tells a story. Yes. About Wait, are we there yet? The brick uh, comes to the window first. Oh, sure. There's the brick. And Same. there's a great reading of the brick. Yeah. <laughs> where Chang has to turn the brick because the yeah. note is tied and to it. And he always pauses it. <laughs> yeah, he pauses in yeah. that moment. Which, I mean, already she's done something illegal, breaking the window. Yeah. Yeah. But she says she's going to do something big at the while you went off. And while it's not illegal, yeah. uh, school security yeah. <laughs> will be interested. Yes. <laughs> Nunez tells a story. Uh, yeah, he, he when he was uh, working in the 80s, there was a protester uh, that that bothered him. And at one time they rioted at the WTO. Do you know what that is? Ooh, nope. Is it the World Trade Organization? Office? Office something? I don't know. I forgot to look it up. I'll look uh, it up right now as you talk. But when they, when they were protesting there, this protester who'd bothered him before, a real cop came by. and World Trade Organization, it looks like. Choked, choked him out. They passed out yeah. by being choked out from a real officer. By a real cop. With their bobby stick. Yeah. And so he's, he's basically saying to Chang, this is Go your moment. Her. Yeah. Go get her. Yeah. <laughs> That's always a great. And it's also, it's again, playing out like a romantic comedy, basically. Yeah. But it's, but it's a, you know, a protester versus a cop. Yeah. Good really stuff. Great stuff. Um, so then we're back to the. Oh, and then he says, don't forget, he hands over a taser. Yes. We're back to the Model UN. They're tied. Annie they... is certain that they're, they've lost in her absence. Yes. And Abed is formulating a plan. Yes. So they they decide to create a portal to Earth 2. <laughs> they burst through. Yeah. And what you believe, I recall from the from the time, to be a reference to the mask. Not yeah. the mask. No. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Colon, when nature calls. When nature calls. Yeah. So behind each of the UN groups yeah. is a banner. a banner, a paper banner mm-hmm. of the Greendale flag uh, in the color of the team. Yes. Uh, this Greendale flag, if you may remember, There's is the E Pluribus Anus flag. Uh, so it's the lines like an anus. Mm-hmm. There's a famous scene in Ace Ventura when nature calls. He bursts out of a, a fake hippopotamus. There's, there's a, I believe it's a rhino. Same thing. Uh, They're all the same. It's a big gray thing. There's a big gray thing. They're all Tom Hardy. He's inside of it, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's gotten too hot. Mm-hmm. So he stripped down and yeah. then decided to exit it. And the only way that he can figure out how to get out is through the tiny hole in the butt. Yes. Uh, there's a family on looking, and they think that this the rhino is giving, giving birth, birth to a human. To a human. <laughs> yes. Uh, and yeah, it is a particularly disgusting scene where yep. he exits. Yes. And he makes a he makes a very peculiar face as he comes out. Yeah. Um, so it starts here. They poke a hole in the anus flag. Yeah. Which they slowly expand, and then Troy's head pops out first. Yeah. And you believe a similar fashion. Yeah. To this scene from Ace Ventura, yeah. when nature calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said it was not a clear enough reference. Yep. To count. Uh-huh. The Community Fantasy League. Yeah. And supporting my theory is that in the commentary, yeah. they specifically talk about the face yeah. and make no mention of Ace Ventura. Well, how they even specifically say they, they think it's funny that um, um, he's made, the, the choice has been made that somehow Troy believes that there's no air between yes. the two worlds. Yes. And so when he comes which through, I he really takes like. his first breath of air. He's like gasping for air. Yes. Uh, which that, yeah, I will submit that so is not quote, a reference. To quote the great Sparks Nevada, winner. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So that's the thing. Yep. Uh, so then uh, they explain how they created this using Switzerland's large <laughs> hadron a, collider. great moment where, again, Super great. Martin Starr really shines. Uh-huh. Where Annie Kim says they can't do this and just shutting her down. Martin Starr says, the science works out. <laughs> <laughs> Super great. Oh, so delightful. Uh, you go. 
Uh, I mean, then they went. proposing a, 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 U, a UUN, a United United Nations. Yeah. Between Earth 1 and Earth 2. Yeah. And then she mentions how uh, Annie Kim says, you know, you're bursting in on us like this is technically an act of war. So if if we join if, you, we'll tie, we'll be tied as a United UN. But if we just decline, we we will win. We will still be ahead. Yeah. And then um, uh, Klegoras jumps in and says, wait a minute here. This is this is exactly what the what the UN is about, uh, grand gestures that are ultimately meaningless. Yeah, Annie has clearly understood the point of a UN, and therefore, blue team wins. Yeah, and and I really love. There's also a moment where Martin Starry grabs the the locket from around his neck, and he's, he just we says, it. "We did it, we did it, <laughs> we did it." It's so great. Martin Starr fucking shines in this episode. Yeah. Um, no, I am. Uh, and then if, Britta comes in. If I may recall, a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, when this episode aired, I, I took to Twitter. Okay. And I tweeted at Martin Starr and yeah. I said, "Are you coming back? Yeah. Because you're so great." And he said, "Maybe." Oh, and then he didn't. <laughs> and then he didn't. It's a shame. Well, I I remember saying specifically because this was around the time news of season four having trouble, uh, yeah. and I was like, "They need you." <laughs> they need you. <laughs> uh, but he said, "Maybe," and has not yet. It's a shame. Not a lot of these one-offs come it's back. These one-off perfefs. 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 Then Britta <laughs> comes in. Britta's in a... Leotard covered in doll parts. Doll parts. Yep. Some whole dolls. and yes. not They're not all the same kind of doll, even. No. Some are baby dolls. Some are Barbie dolls. Some are the middle kind of doll. <laughs> she comes in. She tries to kick a chair over. Fails. As <laughs> Just we puts learned, her leg up on the chair. Yeah, it kind of slips off. Yeah. As we learned in the commentary, was legitimately Killian Jacobs failing to knock that chair over. She was supposed to actually knock it over. Uh, and then... Chang comes in, Lionel Richie comes on, he tases her, Yeah. he carries her out, she spits in his face. Yeah, real spit. Yeah, real spit. Uh, and it's a great ending, great little cap on their story. Yeah. Then the tag. The tag. Yeah. Uh, Troy and Abed um, are dressed as actual like, nurses, they're yeah. wearing scrubs. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, they're and using, gloves. Yep. And they're using pencils uh-huh. to uh, carefully remove items from Pierce. Yeah. Th- we see them doing it with his watch. Um, they get the watch, but then he does wake up afterwards. When they try and get his eyeglasses. Yep. <laughs> he yells at them not to play operation on him anymore. Yeah. Says, at least they didn't get my spare ribs. Turns to the table, sees a plate of spare ribs, which he then eats in a disgusting manner. As we've talked about before in <laughs> yeah. the Chicken Fingers episode. Yes. Chevy way, eats like a maniac. <laughs> I, I don't know if it is Chevy eating or if he's decided Pierce eats this way. Well, yeah, it's Chevy's choice, clearly. Uh, but also they mentioned that um, this this tag was kind of improvised, and uh, this is the closest to Chevy's actual wardrobe that, that yes. Pierce's wardrobe has <laughs> He's gotten. wearing a black t-shirt and jeans. This is basically what just Chevy wears, Yeah, they said. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at my commentary notes to see if there's anything else I missed. Uh, apparently Martin Starr uh, was in this episode because... He was in a movie with Alison Brie. Mm-hmm. The movie was called Save the Date. It's streaming on Netflix, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's not that great. I'm sorry. What a shame. Uh, it also features your beloved... Uh, Alison Brie. Nope. Another <laughs> one. Another person you love. Another girl that you like. Uh, saying that like that sounded weird. Yep. I'm sorry. It's an actress that you enjoy. Do, is, am I, do you know? Or are you sure? I, I can't remember her name. I'm so sorry. But do you know who it is? I, I want, here's the funny thing. My I do this. My brain does this every time. I want to say it's Lizzie Lizzie Kaplan. I do like Lizzie Kaplan, but I think it's the one I get her confused with. Okay. <laughs> uh, my computer is having some issues right now. Uh, I would like to know this, so the listeners not left screaming at their thing. I'm gonna try and look it up. I'm gonna try to look it up too if I can get the computer. 
screen to work in the meantime. Yeah, it is Lizzie Kaplan. It is Le- Kaplan. Kaplan. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm it sorry. is Lizzie Kaplan. Uh, yeah, it's uh, also from Party Down. She she plays uh, Alison Brie's sister. They're sisters. Huh. And uh, Alison Brie is getting married. Uh, it's a whole big thing. And uh, you know, it just it's dumb. I think it's dumb. <laughs> so I'm just gonna end with woman in this show, and by show I mean movie. Named Gigi Birming, Bir, Bir, Birmingham, which just phonetically is very similar to Squeegee Beckenheim, <laughs> which I really enjoy, which is a Gilmore Girls reference, and I apologize that that show has so invaded this show. Plugs? Uh, I'm sorry. I was just I was trying to see if there's any other interesting Plugs. things going on. Plugs. Here. Plugs. Right. Plugs. Now. Plugs. Nerd's Eye View. Plugs. Is a. Plugs. Podcast. Plugs. <laughs> I do. Plugs. Every week I talk Plugs. about new movies. Plugs. I can't do Plugs. it. I don't know what we're doing. Plugs. Plugs. Nerds Eye View is a podcast Plugs. that I do Plugs. where every week Plugs. we talk about new movies. Plugs. And uh, Plugs. sometimes Matt Benson is Plugs. on. Sometimes other people Plugs. that I know are on. Plugs. Uh, go check it out. Uh, we talk about Inside Out in the most Plugs. recent episode. We're going to talk about a film Plugs. called Dope Plugs. in the next episode. Plugs. Uh, that's going to be a, a good time. Uh, another podcast that I do Plugs. with Matt Benson over there Plugs. and a guy named David King is called Plugs. Pick Your Path. Plugs. It's a choose your own adventure style podcast. Plugs. It's an enhanced podcast Plugs. where you can uh, make choices in Plugs. the story as you go along. Plugs. And uh, you can Plugs. find it at benvnetwork.com slash PYP. Episode uh, one and two Plugs. are out right now. Episode Plugs. three is imminent. It's Plugs. coming. It's a good Plugs. time. Uh, so check that Plugs. out, please. Plugs. Uh, what else? Plugs. Patreon. We got a Patreon for Plugs. Shut Up Leonard. If you give money Plugs. to it, you'll get access to a special Plugs. feed where we have bonus episodes Plugs. where we talk about Plugs. shows that are not Plugs. community. Uh, soon, very soon, Plugs. we're going to have, or now, if you're Plugs. listening in the future, we're going to have a, one episode there about Arrested Plugs. Development. That should be a good time. Plugs. Uh, Plugs. And I think I got all mine done. Plugs. I don't know what else. I don't know why you're doing that. I was keeping the beat. <laughs> it was scaring me. Now you have to do it for me. I can't, I can't keep the beat. Go to BenviewNetwork.com. I don't have the internal Check out all, all clock. the great shows on there. Shows that I'm on are uh, Benson's Boombox, Matt and Brenner's Wrestling Show, Popsicles, uh, Benview on Spielberg, and uh, Pick Your Path. Which you, I, you, you wanted to say a special thing about Van Vion Spielberg. What I do? I don't know. You just you you before the show you said something you wanted to mention about the show. No, I didn't. I don't know. I feel like you did. I did not say that. Well, go check it out. I listened to the Raiders Raiders <laughs> of Lost Ark episode. I liked it a lot. <laughs> okay, but do listen to that show. It's a good show. It's on BenvyNetwork.com with all the rest. Uh, you can you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's Dr. Matt Benson. Tweet uh, me with a letter if you want me to not say it next week. I'm on Twitter too. What are you at plugs. Podcaster Andrew? Plugs. <laughs> Don't do it again. I, if you're plugging, I have to do it. Uh, um, plugs. You can follow this. Plugs. Thank you. You can follow plugs. this show on Twitter plugs. at Shut Up Len Pod. You can write us an email plugs. at Shut Up Leonard Podcast at Gmail dot com, and uh, it would be really helpful to us plugs. if you did things like on plugs. iTunes, like write a review, plugs. rate us. Subscribe to Plugs. us. Those all help us. You'll get Plugs. a shout out if you do any of those Plugs. things. Uh, we, we, we love you all, Plugs. Marta. Google Pylon. G'day. I'm Kev McCauley. And I'm Bev McCauley. And we run the Dinner Party Small Talk Comedy Podcast. We got all kinds of comedy. We got situational comedy. We got observational comedy. We got improvisational comedy. But we don't have puns. No. If you want puns, then you can rack off. If you like puns, then you're an idiot. Wait, I like puns. Shut up! 
So listen in to our new episodes every fortnight. Kind of. And if you don't like it, then you can get stuffed. Dinner party small talk. Where the big issues take a back seat to dinner party small talk. Yep. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.